And God didn't need to Sabbath, but he modeled taking a Sabbath for us. He rested on the seventh day. And so he's telling us and giving us the gift of Sabbath, knowing that as human beings, we will keep going and we will burn out if we do not take a Sabbath. And we work out of our Sabbath. So we take our Sabbath, we take our rest, we do something set apart to rejuvenate, and then we can work the rest of the week and work hard, and we should work hard. All right. Welcome back to the uh, Real Marriage Podcast. Pastor Mark here with my best friend, Grace. Grace. (laughs) And uh, this will be the last episode in a little four-part series. Uh, We've dealt with vacations, and what we're going to talk about today is Sabbath, which is a little mini vacation. Mm -hmm. So you got your big vacations, a couple weeks, and then you've got your little vacation, which is your Sabbath. And so we've got a couple of different questions. Uh, Here's one. What does it look like to Sabbath with your spouse if they have a different way of taking the day off or struggling to find a way to compromise on the Sabbath as a newly married couple? Can we relate to this? Yes Yes. or no? Are we different? Yes. In what ways are we different? Every. Every way. (laughs) Except that we like each other and our children. And the Lord. And the Lord, yeah. So <laughs> we've taken all those like tests and we score completely the opposite on everything except for spiritual convictions. Mm-hmm. And so we do everything differently. We study different. We organize different. We Or not. Or not. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we, we vacation different. We eat different. We eat different. We Sabbath different. And so, you know, so pray for me because <laughs> I have to put up with a lot. um so and i'm definitely the eccentric one in the relationship correct pastor jimmy evans said that in he told us it was a comfort to you uh that in every marriage at least one person needs to be normal that's not me and he looked at me and he looked at you (laughs) he did he said so thank you grace for being normal um and so we do sabbath differently yes uh completely differently Mm -hmm. and so first of all does this does a Sabbath have to be one particular day or can it be any day that is set aside for time of the Lord, rest and recovery? It can be any day and it should be weekly. Yeah, it should be regular. Mm-hmm. Irregular. Um, and so Jesus says that the Sabbath was made for man. Man was not made for the Sabbath, mm-hmm. meaning legalistic people with a lot of rules and regulations will put so many constrictors on the Sabbath that they turn it into a law instead of a grace. Mm -hmm. It becomes something that you have to work your way through rather than uh, enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so the big idea is to Sabbath is whatever you find relaxing, recovering, rejuvenating, replenishing. And uh, Pastor Robert Morris, one of our our overseers, he's got a a great book on Sabbath called Take the Day Off. Mm -hmm. It's a a great book. And He says, basically, in Genesis, it literally says that in six days, God breathed out and then he breathed in. And so Sabbath is really where you breathe in. Mm -hmm. It's where you catch your breath. It's where you get your energy back. And for different people, this is different. Mm -hmm. And God didn't need to Sabbath, but he modeled taking a Sabbath for us. He rested on the seventh day. And so he's telling us and giving us the gift of Sabbath, knowing that as human beings, we will keep going and we will burn out if we do not take a Sabbath. And we work out of our Sabbath. So we take our Sabbath, we take our rest, we do something set apart to rejuvenate, and then 
we can work the rest of the week and work hard and we should work hard. And so I, I, so the, the rule of the Sabbath is if you don't take a break, eventually you'll just mm -hmm. break. Yep. And um, if you don't take a voluntary Sabbath, you'll take an involuntary mm -hmm. Sabbath, which looks like a trip to the hospital or yeah. the doctor. Yep. And so I did that. I just worked. Mm -hmm. And twice I blew out my adrenal glands. Twice I had intestinal ulcers many, many, many years ago. Things are different now. And thank God. Yeah, I'm, you're more disciplined. I'm more disciplined. Mm -hmm. I sleep. I sleep great. I sleep mm -hmm. nine, ten hours a night. Mm -hmm. I sleep great. And um, and I'll take naps when I, if I get like eight and a half hours and I'll take a nap. <laughs> You know, so, you know, got to get my beauty sleep. This doesn't just happen. You got you to gotta invest. And so, um, but we do Sabbath differently. So what does a Sabbath day look like for you? Or what is, what is restful, rejuvenating, recovering for mm -hmm. you? So what I've been doing more recently is I kind of divide up my Sabbath. Um, and I take, you know, like however many hours, a whole morning, early afternoon on Saturday morning and on Sunday morning because I go to the Saturday evening service. and So you have nothing on the schedule mm -hmm. before the 4 o'clock service. Correct. And so I take that morning to Sabbath, whether that's sleeping because I don't get enough sleep. Um, sometimes it's studying because I don't normally study. And for me, I do enjoy that, reading and, and studying. Um, sometimes it's just sitting out in the sun and praying or just doing nothing um on sunday morning you're preaching and working and i have to um, we usually have family dinner so i want to have you know food ready but instead of getting it ready on saturday morning i try and prep whatever i can on friday um so that i'm ready and then on sunday morning i again i can do whatever feels restful or different from the pace from the rest of the week and so for you Sometimes it's just kind of like you wake up and you're like, hmm, what do I want to do and mm -hmm. not do today? Yep. So it may not be a lot of your life. Our kids are a little older now. We've got mm -hmm. two married, one in college, one graduating high school. And then we're going to be down to one kid at home because mm -hmm. the, the, Lexi's going to college. And so when the kids were little, like you, you know, we're really having to be more focused and mm -hmm. awake and alert. And if you got little boys, you know, you're always on suicide watch. They're trying to mm -hmm. do something dangerous. Mm -hmm. Now that our kids are a little older, um, your Sabbath can be sleep in, get up whenever you feel like it, mm -hmm. and then kind of do what you want. If you're like, I want to go for a walk, go for mm -hmm. a walk. If you're like, I want to sit in the sun, sit in the sun. Yep. I want to study. I want to whatever it is that is restful. Maybe you go get a massage, you mm -hmm. know, whatever it is yep. that you want to do. For me, I like my Sabbaths more structured. Mm -hmm. And for me, if I don't carve out a time work tends to impinge on all of my time mm -hmm. and deadlines and all of that. Cause I've got a full-time job at Trinity church. And then I got a full-time job at real faith. I've kind of got two full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't sequence my workflow, my deadlines, my schedule, I can go for a very oh, long time and not mm -hmm. get any time. But for you, can you rest in Sabbath at home? I can, but I have to be very disciplined about it. And it's, I actually do do that now, but um, I have to be careful to catch myself if I go toward the laundry room or if I go to try and do a task, I need to catch myself and say, no, today I am resting or in this time period, I am resting. So it, it's creating a new habit, you know, a different way of thinking, but I can now, but I still have to catch myself. Yeah, there's been zero days off that I had to discipline myself to not do the laundry. <laughs> 
I would probably just... Maybe that would be Sabbathing for you because it's different than what you normally do. No, I'm not even going to pray about it, but I believe you're trying to trick me into doing the laundry. And I see your, I see what you're doing. Even though I went to public school, that one was obvious. So, um, But for me, I like to get out of the house and I like to get out of my routine. And if I can turn my phone off, that's a huge mm. blessing. Um, and so for me... Uh, being outside is restful for me. If I can eat outside, like I, like I, I, I would be okay homeless. I think <laughs> I just love being outside. I can eat outside. I can study outside. Mm-hmm. I can hike outside. Like, and when the sun goes down, I'll just build a fire and stay outside. Mm-hmm. Like I'd come in to go to bed. And for some reason, I've been that way since I was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when I was a little boy, I built forts and I would hang outside all day. And, um, I've got pretty severe seasonal affective disorder. And so for me, you know, gray, dark, stuck indoors, it, it has a physiological, mm-hmm. you know, negative response for me. And so you you and the kids would joke when, you know, years ago that I was solar powered because mm-hmm. I lived on the weather app. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd look at all the places that it was sunny and I would just start scheduling speaking engagements or trips <laughs> or vacations. To, and if somebody called and they're like, hey, you want to come speak? I'm like, is it sunny there? Yeah. Yeah, I'll come speak. So I just <laughs> I just go wherever the sun was and I kind of live to be outside. And now that we live in Arizona, it's life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is just I mean, my health is the best sunny. it's ever been. It's <laughs> always sunny. Yeah. And so for me, like being outside that Sabbath mm. and not being tied to a laptop, not mm-hmm. being tied to a cell phone mm-hmm. and not having anything on the schedule. Like there's not a call at this time and a meeting at this time and a deadline at this time, or, you know, I got to be on the stage to speak at this time. So much of my life is sequenced with hard deadlines mm-hmm. that I have no choice but to make. Mm-hmm. I have to make those deadlines. Mm-hmm. I like on my Sabbath to say, there's no deadline. Mm-hmm. And I can go and do it. I like to sleep in. I like to be outside. I like to go up in the mountains now that I got my Bronco Mm -hmm. and I hike. And so for me, even my Bronco, for those of you who would want to judge me, uh, let me just say that Jesus is coming back riding a horse, Revelation 19 (laughs) says. And so, you know, be like Jesus and get a Bronco. So I, uh, for me, even with the Bronco, I used to have the Jeep and now I've got the Bronco. I like taking the top off. Mm -hmm. It's sunshine, it's fresh air, it's freedom, it's got a lift kit on it, it's got four-wheel drive. I can go up in the mountains, I can go wherever I want. Mm -hmm. And I like to just have the freedom to explore. I can get out and then I can hike as many miles as I want. I can go find a lake or I can go find a creek or I can, and I just, I like not having a highly structured day and I like it to be outdoors and I like it to be in a private environment because I'm more of an introvert. You? I lean extrovert. You lean extrovert. What's the difference between an introvert and an extrovert? Uh, an introvert is someone who isn't energized by people. And an extrovert is energized by being around people. And so even on our Sabbath, sometimes you'll want to go hang out with people or you'll want to have people over for dinner. You want to go out with a couple. And I'm like, I don't want to. I can't do that. I'm going to die. <laughs> so because I do people all the and I love people. But people don't energize me. You, your Sabbath, you have to re-energize without yeah. people. So mm-hmm. for me, all week in ministry and being around people, and if, you're, if you have a lot of people in your life or a lot of people in your job, mm-hmm. and you're, you're giving out, you're a teacher, you're a pastor, you're a counselor, whatever, mm-hmm. you're a salesperson, you're a business leader, whatever it is, you've got a lot of people, and you're like, 
I'm always pouring out into those people and I love them and I want to help them, mm-hmm. but then I got to get a break. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's time with the Lord because I'm a big silence and solitude. I like to hear from the Lord. I like to prayer walk. I like to journal. And for me, I just literally need to get a few hours hiking in the woods, talking to the Lord every single week. So Sabbath is also um, resting our minds. And if we're doing something different and think we're Sabbathing, but our brains and our minds are still racing, we're not really getting a Sabbath because a Sabbath is time where we are with the Lord, whether we're you know, studying or not, that doesn't you know, make it a Sabbath, but we're getting that time to give our brain a rest and let just listen to the Lord. Like you're saying, enjoy the Lord. There's just those times where we need to set aside and be super intentional. And if you're like, like I said, I have to stop myself from my habit of busy tasking because that's not Sabbath. And so we need to make sure that when we're taking a Sabbath, it's not just stopping work. It's also not letting our brains be constantly working and going in the direction of, like you said, heavy schedule and thinking about all the things that need to be done. And that's not Sabbathing. Well, there's a book uh, written by a guy named Buchanan. It's called The Rest of God. Mm. And it's a good book on Sabbath. And he deals with kind of the theology of Sabbath. But he says, it's fine to have a Sabbath day, but really what you need is a Sabbath heart. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's getting at. Um, And so you you can have a day when you're doing different things, but it's all work and it's Mm -hmm. draining. Mm -hmm. And so even for me on my Sabbath day, like I I love to study. I study all the time. I'm Mm -hmm. always prepping content. But for me on a Sabbath day, I will pick something to study that is not for teaching or preaching Mm -hmm. or a deadline, just something personal. Mm -hmm. It might be a biography. Just like, I'd love to get to know, you know, Charles Spurgeon or Mm -hmm. whomever. I like biographies Mm -hmm. a lot. And uh, or Martin Luther. And, you know, I like to read stuff on counseling and natural health. That to me is not work. It's it's interesting. And I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. And it it, um, it's it's part of just causing growing in wisdom healthy yeah Mm -hmm. and so um and so for me yeah there'll be there'll be things that i just like to study on on my my sabbath day that it's like what does that have to do with anything nothing i just find it interesting or i'm personally curious about it um and we didn't do this well early on in our marriage and i think i know looking back now had we incorporated this better into our marriage and our family um, we would have been healthier um, in our relationship as well. And I think, um, you know, when moms have little kids too, it can be hard to think, oh, I just I just don't have time to stop. I don't have time to stop. I've always got so much to do. There is always so much to do, which is why we need to stop because we need to understand that the Lord is the one giving us the strength to do what we do. And sometimes we've got to say, if it doesn't all fit, are there some things that I shouldn't yep. be doing? yep. And we sometimes need to stop as moms and and allow our faith to grow and realize God's going to help me get this done. And I don't need to be doing, doing, doing. God's the one who's going to help me. And and if we're not drawing from his strength, we are burning out. And so I do know I didn't do this well, um, but I do know young moms now that have a lot of little kids and the husbands help them with this. And they they give them a few hours to go and, and just be and take a, a Sabbath um, and they take the kids for them and, you know, that kind of thing. And so as couples working together on what this looks like, you don't have to Sabbath this, the same, but encouraging one another and picking up the slack as needed as a couple 
um, so that you can each Sabbath however you need to. If you're able to Sabbath together, great. But a lot of couples that we know aren't able to do it the same way. And so you need to help each other Sabbath, whatever that looks like. And so, yeah, we always say you need a date night every week and a sync meeting. Mm -hmm. A sync meeting is different. It's where you talk about how you're going to mm -hmm. organize life in the week. And this would be a good conversation is <clears throat> what does Sabbath look like for you? Mm -hmm. What day, first of all, if it is going to be consistent, you don't have to be legalistic about it. Mm -hmm. But like, um, you know, for me, I preach Saturday, Sunday. <clears throat> I, I'm in the studio Tuesday. I preach men's on Wednesday. So mm -hmm. there's four days I'm producing content, which leaves Thursday or Friday. And so, you know, those are my options. And so what are the options that you've got? And what is the option that yeah. most weeks you're going to take? Mm -hmm. And then what does it look like for each of you to say, here's how I would rest and recover and refresh and replenish. And, you know, one of you may say, well, I, I would get up early and go for a hike. And there's like, I'd sleep in. Mm -hmm. Then figure out how you yeah. can each do that. Absolutely. And, and maybe it is, I need three or four hours to myself. Well, great. You take three or four hours and you study or hike or mm -hmm. go to the spa and then let's connect for dinner. Mm -hmm. We'll end the Sabbath day with, by, a, date. Mm -hmm. with a date and grab dinner. And uh, and so for us, we even study differently. Mm -hmm. Like we could never, we could never study the same way. Mm -hmm. You like Bible reading plans and structure and and I like. Uh, I'm I, quiet. Yeah, you like quiet. And I've, I've got, you know, loud music and windows open and 20 commentaries and, you know, Bible software and total chaos and it works for me. And so once you get married, it's not just your Sabbath. It's all the spiritual disciplines. Yes. The way you study is different. Sometimes the way you worship is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the way you pray is a little bit different. Sometimes the way you Sabbath is a little different. And it's not like, well, how do we do this together? The question is, well, if we can, that's great. Mm -hmm. But if not, how do we each get that time that we need and encourage one another. Encourage one another, mm -hmm. share what we're learning, and then how do we intersect mm -hmm. life together? So for us, oftentimes on a, let's say it's a Friday, um, the kids are in school, you're finishing up tasks and chores, and um, and your Sabbath is more Saturday morning. So mm -hmm. I, I will Sabbath more on Friday. You'll Sabbath more on Saturday. Because Saturday, I got to get up and I got to dial in the sermon mm -hmm. and get ready to go to work, but mm -hmm. you don't. Mm -hmm. So... I'll get more solitude on Friday, go for a hike. You'll get more solitude on Saturday, but we meet for dinner and a date night on mm -hmm. Friday night. Mm -hmm. So in between our two Sabbaths is a date when we're both, you know, feeling a lot better. Week's kind of over and get that time together. And we've fallen into that routine. And sometimes you'll come hiking with me on Friday. Mm -hmm. And sometimes maybe I don't need to preach on Saturday. I don't know when that's been. It's been a few years <laughs> since I did preach on Saturday, but you know, or I can go for a walk with you. Sometimes I'll get my mm -hmm. sermon done early on a Saturday and we'll hold hands and go for a walk together. Mm -hmm. So it's how do you organize your Sabbath, honor that with one another, don't judge one another for being mm -hmm. different, and then uh, put your week together in such a way that you're obeying the spirit of what God is saying mm -hmm. and honoring the differences that you have as people. Yeah. And if you're a married couple and you think, well, we just we need to do everything the same, he's like, well, good luck with that. <laughs> Uh, I've never met that couple. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Anything else you would share regarding Sabbath? No, oh, I think that's great. Just encourage you all to take one somehow and figure that out. Yep. You want to pray for them to have the conversation? Yeah. 
Dear Lord, thank you that um, you have given us the gift of Sabbath, and it is for our spiritual, physical, mental well-being when we are obedient to that. Lord, so help these couples as they're asking these questions of each other and answering them together that, Lord, they would help um, each other figure this out and be able to serve one another in, in getting this done. And Lord, I just pray that you would replenish them when they take those Sabbath times and um, build their marriage through it, Lord. Um, just use this as an opportunity for unity in their relationships with you and each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 